0: Alright, what's up everyone? It is the Rylan Rose podcast episode 1 uh, Why am I numbering these? If Look, it's just the latest episode I don't know what I'm doing, uh, as I've stated before once I've announced this podcast But uh, this is the first proper episode where I'm going to go, you know, 25-35 minutes I don't know, I'm just going to hit record and ramble away Is it recording? Yeah, it is And um, I'm recording the video too. I don't know how that's going to turn out. I'm going to put it, you know, on my YouTube and stuff. um, So you can see my desk and my Rubik's Cube. uh, Which I actually couldn't figure out. I had to download an app to figure out how to do that. I have no idea how they have formulas and stuff. And how Logic uh, freestyle raps and solves one at the same time. That is just weird. Anyway, my week has been awesome. It's Monday morning. Uh, December eleventh and I've had a great week I'm finally out of the woods as I said in the intro app I uh sustained a pretty uh intense ankle injury I'm just showing it to the camera now but anyway you can see my I've got a uh, a brace on now an ankle brace and I don't need surgery, which is awesome The surgeon said yes your ankle's screwed, but with some epic rehab you can get better uh, so pick your poison and I took the rehab route I think I do like three like mini sessions every day um just doing like stretches and stuff on it and I have to wear this brace which looks like one of those things the, th- the thing it looks like the thing that Denzel Washington gets in the movie he got game where he's on parole out of jail and he has to like if he leaves a certain radius, they <laughs> the buzzer goes off. Yeah, that's what I... It looks like I have that on my ankle, but it's just like this gnarly strap thing that I've got to keep my ankle supported and let it get strength back into it. Um. So the topic, you've probably seen the topic or the, the caption for this episode is money can't buy happiness. And I guess what I'm doing right now in this episode is recapping what I've learned in the past uh, six weeks since ankle injury and being forced to just be up on my feet and like it was like a super hard time it was crazy i had no idea um how hard that is to do and i just have such a newfound respect for people who have more permanent injuries not that i didn't before but like now it's just like i i i understand them i don't entirely but i you know i have a way better understanding of it and um You know, I I hit a really dark patch there where I wasn't making any music and I wasn't doing anything really. I was just kind of sitting there looking at my ankle going, get better. And you just have to, a lot of these situations, you have to wait for things like ultrasound results and MRI scan results and surgeon appointments and stuff like that. Um, And I just had to kind of work myself through it and get through it and learn from it. The, the, the ironic thing that happened though in this whole situation, which is what comes back to the title of this episode, was you probably, I think I've said in the intro, the reason I started a podcast is because I've been listening to heaps of podcasts since I became an Uber Eats driver. And I've been doing that for almost 12 months now. But the funny thing is that for the past three months, I haven't actually worked for Uber. I've... What I did was while I was Ubering, I started my own um, online business on the side and slowly worked that to a point where I actually don't need to Uber anymore. And now I'm doing this side business full time um, and I get to work from home. And it's basically, it's nothing fancy. It's an online store. Uh, I sell all sorts of random boring things, um, but basically that's my income now and it supports my my life my music. I get to work from home because it's an online business or I get to work from anywhere. Um, And the funny thing is that it like a week before I did my injury is when it like really took off. So I was at the hospital the day I had the injury and um, I was kind of just saying, you know, geez, like imagine if I, if like I had done more permanent damage, I would have been like, how am I going to work? Like I need to like get in and out of the car and take food to people's front doors and climb upstairs at night and when it's pitch black and i was like wow i'm so relieved that like i you know started this other business and that's working for me and the 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 funny thing was is that i did not find any happiness from that and here i was you know i'd finally done like something entrepreneurial with my life is that how you say it i really struggle saying it but i'd finally done i'd finally become like a you know a sole business owner that was earning good income and i didn't i was my own boss like in in the most i was my own boss in the in the truest form of it like i was my own boss with uber but you know if people if uber goes under i go under with it i was relying on something whereas this is a bit more independent and that is something i've wanted to do my whole life which is why i've worked so many jobs because i've struggled with having a boss and always answering to someone. Um, So I was finally, you know, feeling what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And here I was just like camped up in my bed with my laptop trying to fulfill orders and, you know, manage um, customer service and stuff like that. And I just wasn't happy. I just didn't enjoy it. I was like, this isn't fun. You know, I just want my ankle to get better. I just want to be able to go and shoot hoops and walk my dog. I couldn't even walk Jerry. And it just made me realize, you know, money cannot buy happiness. And it wasn't until that four or five week turning point where I finally started to get on my feet again. And I started doing, I just forced myself to start doing music, to be honest. And that's when I started turning a corner. And then I started enjoying, you know, running my own business again and just seeing the uh, silver lining in the whole situation. So that is something I just wanted to start this episode off on and and kind of make clear to everyone, you know, I used to think that that saying was like, yeah, 80% true. It was like, yeah, money can't buy happiness, but it can sure, you know, definitely do things for you. But now I'm just all in on it. I just think that's the most, it, the truest statement around right now for me. Um, and that's what I learned from this whole ordeal and situation and hopefully in, you know, another two to three months my ankle comes good. I can start uh playing basketball again, which is like my refuge, which is like my psychologist therapist seat, I call it. Um, it's how I clear my head. Um, and I can actually walk my dog now just slowly around the block. So he's pretty stoked. He's happy again. He hit a bout of depression when he realized he wasn't gonna get walked for like you know, two months. So, things are on the come up. I feel good. I've had a great weekend. Um, Actually, before I talk about my weekend, I want to tell you that I went to the Drake concert. i got a little story about it too. So, you know, Drake was just in Australia and uh, he, he we went to his last show. He did three shows in Melbourne, but I went to the last one, even though that was one of the first ones announced. So, he was playing at Rod Laver and I was on crutches at the time. But anyway... Me and my partner, Kaylee, like, made it a full date night. Um, I met her after work because she works, you know, near, near Rod Laver. And we went and got dinner. Then we caught a Uber into the Rod Laver arena. And, like, if anyone, everyone, anyone who knows the Rod Laver arena, like, there's no, like, drop-off point. It's, no matter where you get dropped off, you have to walk far to get in. And... So we get dropped off at like the nearest possible destination before like, a, you know, a car can't pull over. And it was just like the most intensive workout ever. I'm on two crutches. Um, It's like mostly, it's like uphill, but not intense uphill, just that one that kills you slowly. And it's just like this slow ascent up. And it was just the worst. It's like people everywhere, just like walking around you. And some people don't even like, it's not that they don't mean to be rude, but they just don't notice you're on crutches and the difficulty involved. And they just like walk in front of you or they don't move out of the way. Um, so anyway, we get into Rod Arena. We finally find our gate. It's absolutely packed. There's lines and queues everywhere for drinks and food and to get into certain areas. And we get to the Usher... I, first of all, I walk up, like, you know, 15 flights of stairs. We get to the usher, and he looks at me, and he goes, are you going to be all right getting to your seat? And I'm like, why is it further? And he's like, he points up, you know, further away towards, like, the nosebleeds. And he's like, it's up there. And I'm like, oh, man. Well, I was like, well, I'm here. You know, I might as well give it a shot. And he goes, hold on a second. So he goes away, and then he comes back, like, five minutes later. And he's like, I can't get you... I can't get you a closer seat where we're talking, but are you comfortable with walking 30 flights down the stairs? So we look at where he's pointing and it's like one of the first seating sections above the general admission, which is like super close. So we're like, yeah, dude, like I'll take it. So he's like, cool. It's, those seats are yours. Go down there. And um, once the concert ends, wait for everyone to clear out and then and then come up. I was like, yeah. So, like, we we jumped forward, like, an entire section for Drake. Saw Drake. He killed the show. I loved it. I mean, it was my first time seeing Drake. And um, anyone who knows me knows I'm, like, a Drake stan from, like, 2000 and... I'm going to say 2009. Whenever the So Far Gone mixtape came out, I, like, was on board. And um, that was amazing. So, Drake killed it. And he actually played a lot of, like, older songs than I thought. Um, He played Trophies, which is, like, one of my favourite Drake songs ever. Um, And that was, like, track two on his whole set list. So I was stoked. A little bit too much crowd participation for my liking. Like, left side, make more noise on the right side. Like, I get that they have to do that, but just, like, way too much of it for me. Like, ten minutes worth of it. I was just like, ugh, I don't care. I think I was just getting, like, annoyed because everyone else could move around and I'm just standing there on crutches. And I was, I had this like weird fear that I was going to be, you know, when Kanye came to, I think he did it in Australia, but like he told everyone to get up and then there was like a guy in a wheelchair that couldn't get up. And he's like, why isn't that guy standing up? I was so worried that was going to happen to me, but I wasn't in a wheelchair. I was just on crutches. So yeah, obviously that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, Drake killed it. Um, Really cool. Just a total showman. Like, he's just perfected every art. Like, rapping, he kills it. Singing, he kills it. Then performing, he runs up and down this, like, it'd be longer than 50 meters. He just runs up and down and doesn't even puff during songs. It's crazy. I don't like it, just, it's crazy to me he can be that fit. Like, I play a 40 minute set and I'm puffing and I've done like rehearsals all week before, so I shouldn't be, but I am. And he was just, like, cool as a cucumber and just hitting every note. And he didn't use any, like, backup vocals. Uh, I don't think he had backup singers because they weren't on the stage. Um, but he just killed it. It was really cool. So that was, like, the last... I know that was ages ago, but that was something I've been meaning to bring up in the podcast. So anyone else who went to Drake knows what I'm talking about. Um, so the weekend, man, I've had a of like a, a crazy week. Um I'm not sure if I'm ready to start swearing too much in this podcast because all I really do is swear every other day. But um and yeah, an absolutely nuts week. We uh we when I say we, when I'm talking about music, I'm talking about me and Jake. Jake Jake, aka Jake on Keys is my producer you know he, he did the whole album and uh, we work really closely together so basically anything I do with music involves Jake um so long story short uh, we have had a little bit of drama this week and we had to get through it it was just relating to um, putting ourselves in the best position to get our music out as you know uh, I'm independent completely I'm not signed to a label. I don't have any sort of weird record deal or anything like that. Um, I I fund everything ourselves through what we make through streaming and through merch sales and touring when we do tour. Um, So it's really important to me that our music gets our best shot possible. And we're just at a point now where we have to kind of pick, uh, you, you know, like where our music comes out on in order to get the best opportunity. So we've just had like a dramatic... Music business week I'm not going to get into detail Because no bridges were burned or anything It's just we had to change a few things around A bit of structure stuff So um, we had to deal with all that And then it was like We had this goal of getting A song out before Christmas And this time of the year gets crazy I still don't know if we're actually going to get it out Before Christmas But we're going to really try to And when I say get it out I mean on all platforms On iTunes On Spotify apple music all that but we well backtrack a few months we had this plan to like every time we release a single we want to have a video with it no matter how budget no matter how hard we have to work to get it out with it we have to do that because that's what people you know they see videos online and it, it draws them in and then you know hopefully they become new fans so we had this goal of like shooting a video and getting a single out before Christmas, which is in two weeks time. So, um, we worked closely with, again, with uh, a guy called Michael Campbell. He's, he filmed the Rembrandt video. If you guys have seen that. And this Saturday, we basically had one day to shoot it. We had to pull together all our resources with friends who have equipment and friends who can come along on the day just a mad rush. Anyway, the good news is that we got the video wrapped. It took us most of the day, from like eleven till six o'clock. I'd say we worked, um, but I just saw a rough cut of it already, and this is like a really basic foundation cut of it, and I absolutely love it. It's so cool. I've actually, uh, I'm humble, brag, proud about one of the locations we found because I saw one of these locations when I was doing Uber Eats deliveries and we decided to use it in the video and it looks, it's just come up really nice. Like it looks really cool. I think we got some photos too. So hopefully they turn out well and then they can be like my new press shots or something. Um, you know, being resourceful here guys. Um, so the video should be out really soon. I'd say in the next week, Um, we just need to make sure that the song gets on iTunes, Spotify, and all that crap. Um, they have these weird, like, deadlines for Christmas, to getting songs out before Christmas, so, um, let's, fingers crossed, and hopefully it happens, if not, we'll just put the video out, or whatever, but, oh man, it was a relief, I'm so stoked that it's out, then, uh, I just got, I got home after that, I chilled out, I had too much red wine, And I think I just fell asleep. Um, Have you guys seen the Netflix documentary? Uh, I'm going to... I might screw this up. Me and Andy? Let me just pause and then find out. Hold on. Me and Andy? Nope. I totally stuffed it up. It's called Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Um, So, um, Jim Carrey is like one of my idols. I think in the past year or so. Ever since he's gone, like... I don't know. You know, like... Not Jim Carrey. Oh, actually, not... Actually, all eras of Jim Carrey are cool. But this latest era of Jim Carrey is, like, my favourite. And I just really admire him. He's got some great advice. Whenever I'm a bit down or I'm a bit burnt out, I listen to some of his YouTube videos and stuff, and I just love them. Um, And... Yeah, he's just, like, a really cool person to me. Um, and, anyway, he's made this documentary about when he made the movie Man on the Moon, and for those who don't know, it's a bio, biopic on Andy Kaufman. The I, I'd call him a comedian, but he seems to be more than that. And, um, anyway, he just method acts the shit out of this role, and they make a... Docu- they've made a. They shot a documentary of it when they were making the movie, but the I forget which studio it was Universal or whatever. One of those tycoons. They they shut down the documentary and wouldn't let the public see it because Jim Carrey is just like such a pain in the ass to deal with on the movie set because he just keeps method acting Andy Kaufman to the point where it's like they're not even shooting. He's just walking around set. Being a total prick to everyone. And it's amazing. Like it's just the best. I don't know. Somehow it connects to like life. And he talks about like how. Even though when he did the Truman Show. Like we we thought it was a movie about. um, A guy living in a shell. And everyone watching him. But that's how he felt at that time. And we only know that now. Because of like social media. And we see quote-unquote, what, you know, being a celebrity is actually like. But back in the 90s, we didn't actually know that. And he just, I mean, he just talks about some really great things in that documentary, not just about the making of the movie. He just talks about life in general. And um, I just took a lot of good things from it, and I love it. I've got this new little setup on my TV where it's really easy to watch Netflix. So I've just been, like, killing Netflix lately. Um, and that was a, I don't know why I bought that up, but I think it must've just been on my screen. But, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Jim and Andy, the great beyond it's on Netflix. That's a free plug. I wish Netflix paid me to plug that. Um, so as you know, this is a new podcast and this is what I'm going to do each week. I don't know. I'm kind of running out of things to say, and I don't want to make, get it for it to get to that point. Oh, yeah. I should also let you know that the new single that we shot is called Penny. Um, It's a reference to one of my favorite basketball players, uh, a guy called Penny Hardaway. Um, But that has nothing to do with the song. I just thought the word Penny sounds cool. I think I've had it in like my Instagram bio and stuff too. This is getting ridiculous. Anyway, so this is an open platform uh if you're listening to this you probably already follow me on instagram and twitter so i'm not gonna plug that what i am gonna say is please let me know your thoughts let me know suggestions for the podcast who i should what i should talk about if i should talk to anyone on the podcast so like an interview or something like that um if you enjoyed it if you're like this shit is whack let me know i i just need all the feedback i can get for this podcast Um, I've started a closed Facebook group where I kind of just I guess be a bit more of an honest more of a unfiltered version of myself on social media kind of just talk about challenges I'm dealing with and stuff or what I'm working on in this closed group so that's on Facebook that's called Reezy and Co you can check that out if you go to my Facebook page you'll see it there if you click on groups Um, and I I will accept your invitation Um, it's just a closed group so uh, we can feel like we have a little, you know, I don't know, circle of trust going. But yeah, let me know all feedback on the podcast. I'd love to know your suggestions, questions, thoughts. Maybe I should do a poll or something like that. That's the worst suggestion I've ever made. Anyway, that's episode one of the Reezy podcast, the Ryland Rose podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. I really need ratings. I need ratings so bad. The only rating on the iTunes store is me. I've rated my own podcast. So if you're listening to this and you liked it, go onto the podcast app on your iPhone or whatever and rate it or review it. Um, I'll take what I can get. But thanks for tuning in, all right? I'll see you next week and have a great week, all right? It's Monday. Don't be down about that. Just remember that it's the start of the week and you can make shit happen, all right? So I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.